Hey guys, my name is Nora Franch and welcome to the podcast, Grateful Blessed Mess, daily reflections for those in the 12 steps. I am a fellow 12-stepper and certified mindset coach, and I am here to introduce you to the value of mindset coaching in your 12-step journey. So if you feel like you are stuck in the steps, if you're slipping and sliding with your abstinence, mindset coaching may help you as it did me, and you can find me at catholicmindsetcoaching.com. These episodes are meant to invite you in to consider the truths of 12-step wisdom and to join in the very real struggle of living them in action. I hope that it feels almost like a mini meeting, and I invite you to contribute your own share on the Grateful Blessedness Facebook group to keep the discussion going. My comments are based on my own experience, so feel free to take what you like and leave the rest. But my hope is to encourage you on your own daily 12-step journey. As they say, you cannot stay clean on yesterday's shower. So without further ado, let's begin. We are reading from A Day at a Time, June 9th. Here we go. Some of us, new to recovery, couldn't resist telling anyone who would listen just how terrible we were. Just as we often exaggerated our modest accomplishments by pride, so we exaggerated our defects through guilt. Racing about and confessing all, we somehow considered the widespread exposure of our sins to be true humility, considering it a great spiritual asset. Only as we grew in our recovery did we realize that our theatrics and storytelling were merely forms of exhibitionism, and with that realization came the beginning of a certain amount of humility. Am I starting to become aware that I'm not so important after all? Today I pray. May I learn that there is a chasm of difference between real humility and the dramatic self-put-down. May I be confronted if I unconsciously demand center stage to outdo and out-drunk others with my adventure stories. May I be cautious that the accounts of my addictive misdeeds do not take on the epic grandeur of heroic exploits. Today I will remember, I will not star in my own drunkalogue. Or junkalog or foodalog <laughs> and the list goes on and on so that's fascinating taking yeah i think we all can we we all enjoy laughing at ourselves and when we share and have the camaraderie of storytelling but i know i know that yeah we can dip into the vice of oversharing or taking the stage or being prideful of how of how low our bottoms were And I think a good indicator of that is if you find yourself cutting someone else off in their own story and sharing, you think that's bad, guess what I did? (laughs) Um, Perhaps, you know, you've heard someone do that or you've done it yourself. And I think maybe we all have to some degree, because I think there are two, in the beginning especially, there's this sense of excitement where where it's actually okay to share, like, my the stuff that I always hid and so there's a level of excitement there and I think it's natural sometimes for a bit of oversharing to happen and I think that's just that's what happens when we're on the training wheels of learning how to find that center balance of virtue where before we were in shame so we we hid and we never said anything and then 
we almost we we swing too hard to the right. We overcorrect, <laughs> and then we start sharing everything all the time. <laughs> and then we get to calibrate and fine tune when it's appropriate to share, how much to share, allowing someone else just to have the space to share, and that becomes a huge gift to others to give them the space. And it's I'm coining this virtue. <laughs> I, I know I haven't come up with anything new. I'm sure someone else said it before. But this emotional chastity that I like to think about regarding sharing, oversharing, undersharing, being vulnerable, being vulnerable with the right people at the right times, at the right places, in the right way, using prudence in how much we choose to share about ourselves. And I know I share I mean, a, a good deal on, on this podcast. Um, and it's stuff that I've worked through, you know, it's usually not something that is fresh. It's something that if something's new and very, very vulnerable and shaky and, and too tender, it's not appropriate to put it out there for the whole world to hear. That is where you need to guard your own vulnerability. That's emotional chastity. That is protecting what needs protecting. And that's very important. But then, too, there's also something in if you have gotten enough strength where you can share the good that has come in your life and the yuck that led up to it, that blesses lots of people. And so it's like a gift you've been given. If you're recovered, it's a gift you can give to share your recovery story. That's why we have speaker meetings. That's why we have people who who share in a general way what it was like, what happened, and what it's like now. And it, it feeds people and it inspires them and it builds your program to remember what a mess you were and that you're still a mess and you're just on the journey, but you're not where you were. You know, you're better than you were. And I'm getting a little lost in my, in my meanderings here. But yes, yeah, so... That emotional chastity that is just my own term for understanding, sharing with prudence, opening myself up with prudence, and and choosing to unveil certain parts of my life and my journey that I want to choose to share so that it can hopefully bless another person. And in doing so, it's also important, if you find yourself sharing for the wrong reasons, you might be looking for someone just to tell you that you're okay. Or, you know, you're you're looking for something from sharing. That's probably an indicator that you're not necessarily ready to share. Granted, in a meeting, I think it's always appropriate to share. I mean, take that with a grain of salt. It depends on your meeting, but with the anonymity of the program, that is something beautiful that gives us the space and the opportunity to share if we feel the need to do so. So that is incredibly beautiful, and that is where I learned how to talk. That's where I learned to be able to give a voice to my inner experience. And that's where I learned that it was okay to say out loud that I was an imperfect, often flawed, just trying my best kind of person 
or sometimes not trying my best person. It was really in the meetings where I learned how to speak vulnerably, vulnerably and honestly about myself. And that is something for which I am going to be eternally, eternally grateful. With that, I pass. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you feel that mindset coaching could help you on your 12-step journey, please feel free to reach out and find me at catholicmindsetcoaching.com. But more than that, it's important to me to give listeners like yourself a place where you do not need to feel alone on your 12-step journey. And for that reason, I've created a Facebook group. It's called Grateful Blessed Mess. And it's a place where listeners can go to add their own commentary on the share for the day in addition to my own and for us just to have a conversation or start a back and forth where people can find support in their 12-step journey. This is not a replacement for 12-step work. This is something outside of the 12 steps. It is simply something that has a heart for the 12 steps and those who are in it. And so welcome. If you are here, chances are you may also be a bit of a mess. And I hope that you can learn to find some gratitude in the blessings that have come from your messes.